That makes you fat. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Tonight, we died in hell! After about five minutes of this movie, you're going to wish you had ten beers. Hello and welcome to episode zero of Banff. What is Banff? We're not sure yet. My name is Chris Costello and I'm one of your hosts. And I'm one of three. One of three. We're going to use this episode to kind of introduce each other, introduce our loves for uh, certain things, and we'll try to make everything co- make sense towards the end. And you'll kind of hopefully get, the, get a sense of, of what, where we're going with this podcast. So, uh, yeah, so that's me. I'm Chris Costello. I'm host one of three. Who's next? Hi, I'm Mick Vergara. I'm the second host, I guess, since I went second. This little podcast called BAMF. (laughs) (laughs) As you can see, I like stating the obvious. You'll get a lot of that in this podcast. Yeah, my pronouns are he, him. Hooray. Thank you, Mick. Host three of three. I'm Andrea Walter. I'm the third host. And I'm just here. This is my first time being on a podcast ever as a host. So I'm excited. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Could have fooled me. <laughs> in, those, in those few sentences. No, seriously. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why this is episode zero, because this is where we work out all the kinks, right? Yeah. Be- <laughs> yeah. Below freezing point. What do we have today, Chris? Like, I feel today is an exciting, short, albeit short episode. Yeah, this is going to be a quick episode. Um, actually, this is kind of us... Uh, Instead of a, I mean, not only is this going to be kind of an intro, intro to, to the podcast, we're actually kind of introducing ourselves to each other. Um, this is uh, my first time meeting Andrea, surprisingly. Uh, that's going to be pretty cool. Um, Mick and Andrea, you guys know each other. You've known each other for quite a while. Quite a while? Quite. I don't know. Uh, he became my good S Club 7 pandemic friend. Yeah, I think that's when we really clicked with our common love for S yeah. Club 7, which is... We're going to steer that podcast to this. It's mid-season. Yes. This, is gonna this is actually a fan. This is a fan podcast on S Club 7. Oh, it so is? So you guys know. Damn it. Yeah. There, <laughs> there ain't no party like an S Club party, Chris. Ain't no party. Okay. Well, I know something that I'm not sure if, if you know, Andrea. We're actually part of a group, a very special group on Telegram. It's the Animal Crossing group. Oh, we're on the Animal yes. Crossing group. Oh, crap. Together? We're all yes, on that group. <laughs> There's so yes, many people in that group. Losers. There's yeah. so many people. Yeah. So many of us are in this group. It took me a while right to now. realize. I was are like, oh shit, Andy is on the... Yeah, so yeah, so that's what the three of us have in common, guys. We're, we're all in the Animal Crossing group. <laughs> guys, there are 25 people here yeah. who all are on Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say something. Uh, you said that you guys started... You, you got to know each other over S Club 7 uh, because of the pandemic. <laughs> Animal Crossing saved me. During the pandemic, like it kept That's me safe. Yeah, like a lot of us. <laughs> My sister's on that group. Yes, yes, uh, a lot of people too. I got to know a lot of people. Visited a lot of islands. It's quite fun. Um, yeah. So, did anyone have an island theme? Oh. I made mine Wes Anderson. Ooh. Well, I, I shared my island with my wife. Um, so hers was like, like she basically had the whole island, and I just had my house. And my house was just full of. Of like um, just the things I love. So one room was like an Irish pub. One, the basement was like a Chicago <laughs> Bulls themed basketball court. Um, uh, I had a, a room that I turned into like a Nike store, and uh, and uh, just all that stuff. So that it was it was really fun. I fell in love with that game. 
It's pretty cool. So actually, well, now a good segue talking about things we love. Um, this podcast, uh, we're, we're, we'll try to get through uh, in this episode is to, to explain what it's about. And it really involves two things that uh, is a, it's a mashup of two things that I think all of us kind of the three of us kind of love. Am I right? I mean, yeah. S Club and Seven. <laughs> yes. So why don't we get into the the thick of it? Just talk about uh, things that kind of make up this podcast, and we'll kind of lead to what what it's about. But uh, let's talk about the first ingredient, which is uh, comics. I guess uh, we're all comic lovers here. Uh, maybe we can take this uh, time out to explain kind of our, our our origin story, like how we fell in love with comics, what our favorite titles are, stuff like that. Who wants to go first? Uh, sure, I'll go first. I think I fell really in love with comics when I was getting a haircut. <laughs> when I was like six or seven. Okay. Yeah, no, because like, uh, there's really not a haircut. A, a haircut, yeah. There's like not a, a lot of reading material for seven year olds in like local barber shops, especially in the Philippines. Oh, nice. Um, you know, you, you really get a lot of just like newspapers or like girly mags. But then the, the barber shop we went to, they had like this. <laughs> pile of what's girly mags yeah, what <laughs> yeah girly please mags, expound Chris? like that's that's expound. that's that's, yeah, what's that's, girly that's mags? literally that's literally the thing that was on the magazine when i was when i looked aside it said girly it, mag. It, it's literally called what is girly a girly mag mm. got it okay father chris oh okay continue uh Thank you. yeah no they had a they had a pile of like uh old beat up comics and one of them was the I think was it Mike? It was the Mike Zek run on um, Spider-Man. It was Craven's mm -hmm. Last Hunt. Oof. Appropriate reading for a seven-year-old. Yeah, but like I think that's when I when I, I it really clicked for me like as something I could read. Wow, so Spider-Man really had, was your was your first introduction to comics. Yeah, dude. That's why you're you're for sure you're, okay because uh, you're you're easily the biggest Spider-Man fan I know. Uh, I mean, aside like. Like comic characters, like you had a peripheral sort of awareness of them as a child, but then like actually holding a tangible comic book and like figuring out the rules, like how to read it sequentially, and like yeah. uh, figuring that all out. I think that it really clicked in that barber shop, and I wanted more. And of course, they wouldn't sell me the stuff, so I had to go out and look for comic shops in my local, in my local that's, neighborhood. And then that's seven years old. <laughs> Yeah, like much like animation, I would consume anything in the medium. So it it didn't matter yeah. what it was, as yeah. long as it was like sequential art. Like in the same way yeah. you watch cartoons. Like you, at at the time you didn't like you would you would watch Beverly Hills Teens and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, even though they were coded for boys and girls. Like yeah. your seven old mind didn't make that distinction. They were just like yes. cart car, totally. like awesome cartoons. Like I'll I'll, I'll watch this. I'll, I'll watch Maxie's World. Sure, it's a cartoon. I love yeah. cartoons, and there, and that's like, and then that led to like, and then Archie was like the most readily available sort of comic yeah, that was absolutely out there, and I remember spending a lot of nights on those double digests, and then that sort of snowballed into other ventures. Uh, but yeah, no, Spider Man was really the gateway for that. Awesome. What about you? How, how about Drea? you? Yeah, Drea. It's like so interesting. You mentioned Archie. I didn't realize all of us kind of grew up on that. Yeah, a lot of people. I, I thought it was discount yeah. Archie as. <laughs> yeah, I really liked the newer horror run, but I'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, I got into comics because one of my theaters used to draw um, Wolverine all the time, 
Like he would sketch them when I was a little kid. And then, then he showed, um, not him, forgot who, but someone showed me the, the really cool X-Men animated show. Ah. You know the one with the dope theme song? Yeah. I'm not going to do the sound. I'll do it for you. There you go. Thank you. Are we going to get, are we going to get a strike for that? (laughs) Oh my God. But yeah, then, then I was like, wait, what is this? This is so cool. So then I had to go deep dive. But I didn't know where to buy comics as a little kid in Manila. Yeah. So I just would go to, was it Power Books? And just buy trade paperbacks? Because yeah. I, did, I didn't know about what singles were for so yeah, long yeah. until I hit high school. And then I realized what single issues were. So I think X-Men was my first foray into comics. But because I didn't understand the comic book world as a kid i kept buying indie like indie big ones and i thought comics were that for so long so that was my like foray and also archie like you just you could get them everywhere everywhere. they'd just be lying around in people's houses it's like yeah yeah. you weren't yeah weird in in the philippines especially it's like you wouldn't be starved for like fucking archie yeah every one of my friends had an archie comic in their house i don't know what what was it were they giving them away for free in the (laughs) 90s yeah they were dirt cheap what about you christopher how about you chris i uh well of course i have thousands of archie issues somewhere in the house uh, back where I grew up, you know, uh, the Double Digest and uh, all the way from the, the what are the different titles? There's there's uh, Betty and Veronica. There's there's uh, Archie. There's Jughead. Jughead. There's, uh, what were yeah. all those? Jughead. Yeah. I love the Jughead. Yeah, ones. Th- those are great. Those. Are, I mean, like, and there were all the yeah. peripheral characters too, like Josie and the Pussycats, and you know, um, yeah, Alan and Sabrina, and, like, of course, and yeah, yeah, Moose, Moose, <laughs> yeah. Archie was a huge uh, influence, but but my uh, my first I totally remember the first comic I ever got. I was uh, transferring schools, and I and I took a uh, I took the entrance exam to this new school, right? Um, this elementary school, and uh, right after it, my dad was like, "Hey, you know, good job on on um, on taking the test," and uh, you know, but you know, and then he I grew up in a in a very small small town in in Mindanao. We didn't have a lot of bookstores, so it was always a treat whenever we we get to go there. So he was. He brought me to the bookstore. He's like, you know, you know, pick any, pick up, pick anything you want. We'll celebrate you taking your test. The first thing I saw was a Superman comic book, and and if that's why I commented on Mick's first choice being a Spider-Man one because uh, my favorite character of all time is Superman, and I can trace it back to that exact moment when I saw that first comic book. I still have it, and uh, no, I mean, I mean, I still remember what it was, and then. Funnily enough, now that I've grown up and I've, I've and uh, I've discovered eBay, I look for it and I I, I did a <laughs> I, I purchased that comic. This is like a thirty five year old comic and I, and I found it and uh, it's it's pretty nice. awesome. It's it's a Brian Ball, Ball and co- cover. Which one is it? It's a uh, Superman turns into a werewolf. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty. It's just really cool. Nice. Um, and then I just got it back. And uh, I need to find this. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll send you guys send a, co- a picture of it. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So Superman was definitely my gateway. I really consumed all of that, all the way to Death of Superman, and way into the co- And when when I got to college, I, I met all these friends uh, who started introducing me to you know a little more mature titles. So I got it to, of course, Watchmen, all the seminal titles, and all that, all that stuff. Later on in life, I, I kind of, uh, I, I got the chance to partner up with a friend, and we actually had a comic book store for a bit. It totally failed, by the way. We lost a lot of money, but wh- while it was there, it was pretty fucking awesome. And um, I'm, I'm, Mick was. was one of the one of the biggest customers. That is so cool. Yeah, it was like Clerks. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we lost a lot. Of, we lost a lot of money, but but while it while it was there, it was pretty. But you was gave pretty so awesome. much joy in return. Yeah. That's so cool. I've always wanted to own a comic store. I, and That's you could amazing. drink there. That was the best part. Yeah, that was the best part. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. it was in Kobao. It was in Kobao X. It was beside a bar, so you could just order from the bar, and they'd bring you drinks and food, and you could eat in the. What was it called? Sputnik. It was awesome. It was, Sputnik. yeah, so it was That's started, with, um, it was my friend, uh, Ramon de Vera, started it with uh, our, our friend Lyle Sacris. Shout out Ramon. Yep, and uh, Ramon left, uh, sold off his shares, and myself and uh, our other friend Quark bought it, so, so it, we ran it for a bit. And uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, so that's what that's uh, kind of a uh, oh god, I, I couldn't stop talking about comics. But that's that's uh, that's kind of my my, my comic <laughs> love story. So uh, yeah, how about how about how about your favorite comics? We talked about like how we got into it, but how about like the titles that you you really identify besides with? Archie. <laughs> besides besides <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> Look, we're all fans. Which Josie, which Pussycat are you? That's what. <laughs> there are three of us. Drummer. Like one of us can... I know, right? It's beautiful. I call the drummer. Clearly, What's I'm Melody. Oh, Melody. Mel- no, damn it. I was going <laughs> to... Everyone wants to be Melody. I'll fight you. Wait, Melody was the redhead, right? Was, Look, it? was she? No. Oh. J- Melody was the... She always, she always had a note in her word balloons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's so cute. Yeah, it's like, you don't know, like, you don't know what it meant. Like, you didn't know if, like, she was sing-songy or, like, it's like, she just ended on a high note. Or she's yelling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what she's feeling. Yeah. What is she feeling? You know, it's interesting. One is Superman, one is Spider-Man, and the other is X-Men. I find our dynamic of our break into comics Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a very And the common much, line is, is Archie. It runs through all three of us. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Small towns, man. They're the best. Yeah, but come on. Uh, titles, titles, titles that we we absolutely love. Favorite titles. Five, yeah. Like top Great. five. You start? We'll just... I love Why the Last Man Oof. so much. I mean, that that might have been when I first started understanding to follow a writer. When I read Why the Last Man, it's like, okay, Brian K. Vaughn. I need to follow all the things he does. Then I picked up Paper Girl. It's like it just turned into the dark yeah, spiral. So and then good. after that, I had to go back. And go, okay, this is what it's like to follow a writer. Follow Scott Snyder. Then, you know, aside from Stanley, you just start following everyone. Yes. Why the Last Man was that? Awesome. That's uh, definitely on on my top top three. Um, I'll jump in first. uh, Yeah. I'm definitely why. Go ahead, Chris. It's uh, like perfect uh, marriage of story and art. I absolutely adore Brian K. Vaughan. And uh, I actually met him at a convention once. He's well, just stood in line, thanked him, said hello. <laughs> so, so, and uh, and uh, nothing, nothing special. But uh, but like also the artist of Y. Pia Guerra, fantastic. I really love her art. So, and I'm, I, it's just such a beautiful. And, and and then like the entire series is just so compact, and you know, it's just it's perfect marriage. So I absolutely love that. Um, it's definitely my top three. I think it, I think I actually I actually think is my number one. Um, but uh, I have to put it really close to uh, Preacher, a uh, huge fan of Preacher, um, Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon, may you rest in peace. Fantastic series, it's uh, brutal, it's violent, it's uh, blasphemous, great love story and super action-packed. Aside from yeah, that, I mean, I love everything. Yeah, it's justified It's beautiful. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, so, so I, I'd say those two are probably my top. Of course, we're going to... 
we got to throw in Watchmen and, and, and all the other seminal titles there, but those two, I think, are my absolute favorites. How about you, Mick? Uh, yeah, no, I think it's clear that all of us grew up on Vertigo. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's no, I mean, it's no wonder that most of our, like, I think all our top threes include uh, varying rankings of why Preacher and uh, Sandman. Uh, like, Sandman, I remember very clearly because... Uh, national bookstore was selling them in high school and i had just transitioned from the capes to like more indie stuff same as you andrea like all the trades were in the bookstores and you had to like really go out buy singles and like you know as a high school kid like you can't really afford like a monthly like pile of all these singles right and and the thing that was ready available in national bookstore was sandman and i think that really showed me what the medium could do yeah, no, like realizing now it, it could be my number one, like in terms of like, Sandman. Uh, yeah. what, yeah, what a story, like, and like to have something end, I, f I felt that it really signaled to me that, you know, stories can end and sort of should have an end. Yeah. And you sort, you sort of wrap your head around like the superhero trope where it's like, these things are going to go on well on after Forever. you yeah. pass passed mm -hmm. away it's like yeah. like once you overtake your character the characters you love in age like that's when you feel like <laughs> yeah. these, these yeah. things yeah. are gonna like w once you lap archie it's over <laughs> hey none of us here have lapped archie come on yet 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 <laughs> we're getting there we're getting there should I say my top three? Oh, yeah, sure. Why not? I just only yelled out why the last man yeah. as like an idiot. Please. Well, we did all like, Chris did, did like two. I did like one. I did two, yeah. He did. I, I, you should do. Yeah. Mick, you should drop your, your two. Uh, yeah, drop no, two. so it's Sandman, like Preacher's there for sure. And like, why? If we're talking about American comics, like I feel like manga is like another discussion. Sure. That's actually kind of kind of fun, Mick, because I think that's something we can really talk about in this podcast. Because I'm not really, I've never really experienced manga, and so maybe this is a uh, something that you can kind of you can kind of bring me into, you know? Yeah, no, I'll bring you guys in. It's like like what I read from manga. It's like it's really like it's it's not far from Archie. Like I I read yeah, yeah, all yeah. the slice of life school stuff. They're like all shoujo, which is like girls manga, which is great. Sure, I, I didn't understand a word you said, but yes, yes, uh, yes, that is great. Yeah, I have no idea what he's talking about, but you can teach us. <laughs> but yes, please, I, I would love to, to learn more about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, you were saying? I, I digress. Your, your top three? Yeah. yeah. You're going to list them off. Now, now this is too hard. I don't know why I made myself do that. <laughs> top three is too hard. It is the yeah, I'll three. try. Yeah, please. Oh, like, it's too hard, yeah. But why the, if we like, maybe we should always just take why the last man out of a just top three. Take it out the board. Or all the vertigo okay. stuff. Like, the, yeah. All yeah, the all vertigo the stuff off the board. I think it's like, wow, it's, that's gonna be tough, dude. That's so unfair. If, have you guys ever read blank? Uh, yes. Black hole. Yeah. Black hole. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. I have a yeah, copy. That's yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Black hole's in my incredible. top three. Beautiful art. And it's such an incredible. I like when I first read that. I was like, wait, this is how comics can be. Yeah. This is so wild and obscure. And I don't know, weirdly, weirdly R-rated. Yeah. Um, it's that. And my sister was a big fan of Sandman, so then I just automatically became one for the same reason as what Mick was saying. It's just so easy to buy. Yeah. It was just in all the bookstores. But yeah, now I don't know how to pick my top three. I'll just say Archie for all. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean like. <laughs> Betty Veronica and Archie. There, there you go. Betty Veronica. All the best. Melody's number one. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. If if you take Vertigo off the board, I don't think I can answer. It's it's just it's like oh. yeah, I fumbled. No, but it's it's it'll, it'll force you to think though, right? Like some like if removing like the holy line. Oh, here you go. I have all his comics. I love Adrian Tomi. Oh, so yeah. good. Yes, of course. Yeah, I think that that Absolutely. entire batch of like shoegazing. He was uh, definitely the first indie comic uh, <laughs> creator that I got into for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, thirty-two story shortcomings, incredible. He doesn't do a lot of comics now. He's he's doing a lot of covers for the New Yorker, but uh, yeah, they're beautiful. It's really nice to see it in political press. Yeah, his just his artwork. Okay, do you want to round off your top three, Mick? Like Vertigo aside, holy crap, uh, <laughs> Archie. <laughs> I can't. I'm saying I. I'm already saying I can't. I can't. I'll throw yeah, in no. Superman for all seasons. That it. No, no, no. no. I'll, oh, I'll yeah, do no, uh, All Star Superman. Spider Man Blue all is on there. Ooh, oh yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. That's well, so well, good. Jeff Loeb before it, he started sucking. <laughs> no, Jeff Loeb is. On, I, this is. I don't know if this is a hot take. I only like Jeff Loeb when he's with Tim Sale. That is also true. That is very true. That that seems. Uh, that seems very interesting. But yeah, no. Uh, I think we would all need like a little more time for like yeah definitely for sure not fives. not prepared to answer that I'm just too in love with comics yeah, yeah. anyway but there's like oh, I'll just say I love comics we've got a bird's eye view of what everyone kind of likes cool so now we can switch on to uh... yeah. One Piece is there that's for damn sure <laughs> okay now that's definitely something that you need to get me into because I've oh, heard I mean that is like yeah. asking someone to marry you getting someone I mean, to watch one piece well, i would want you to marry me like that could happen sometime in the future i mean i can officiate it's it could happen this on this year. podcast we don't know <laughs> it could happen right Who now knows? season one ender <laughs> <laughs> do you the all marriage episode i do <laughs> Okay, so uh, why don't we shift, uh, why don't we uh, switch gears and head over to uh, the second part. Yeah, we have part one, which is comics, part two, which is uh, film, which mm-hmm. we are all uh, part of. Not only are we lo- do we love film, I think the three of us definitely have you know, a, a lot of uh, background in actually being part of the process in, in film production. So that's kind of that's, that's, that's cool. Okay, I, well, we can talk about film two ways, like uh, in the same way that we did comics. Like, what was the first film that you fell in love with? Or was, and then what is your favorite film now? This is obviously a lot tougher that's, than your favorite comic, right? Yeah, that's why Chris should go first. Don't you agree? <laughs> well, okay, we could, I'll you know, first. what's the movie you could um, keep putting on every single time? Maybe that helps. Oh, tough. And just and tough. not like skip. It's like if it's on HBO, you'll just watch it straight. Yeah, that's the one. Like the movie that you just keep turning on. That's oh, your favorite. Man. Tough, 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 tough. My answer is Zack Snyder's Sucker Punch. What? I'm joking. That's a piece of that's shit. That's great. No, I mean it's a joke. Oh my god. Hey man, that's interesting. Guys, hey, hey no judgment. It's a joke. Like if you Jesus love it, Christ. you love it, man. No judgment. No is judgment. Is it a joke? Yeah, if you love it. Or is saying it's a joke the joke, Chris? <laughs> Have you outsmarted us all? I, I love uh, man, there was like a really pregnant pause in right after I said that. <laughs> like, <laughs> we had to process. Like we didn't wanna we didn't yeah. wanna make you feel bad. 
Man, that's You're so tough. Food. I mean, you could, you could. That, <laughs> I, there's so many answers to that question. I mean, it could be something like really dumb, like you know, I've never stopped watching Groundhog Day whenever I see it, or Back to the Future whenever I see it. You know what I mean? Those like, are great it's movies, tough. Those are great movies. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Don't like, worry. Those are defi- like, I can't give a definite answer. Like, what's the one movie? I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. Maybe we just love films, and we'll just call it that. <laughs> <laughs> and that wraps up part two of this. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's, uh, I that's know. a tough I don't question. Know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's too tough. Uh, but yeah. yeah, like you'll know when you see it. Yeah, those were those are the two titles that came to my mind like immediately. But obviously, that's not my final answer. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a title I never stop revisiting. Please. And I think yeah. I consider it my number one favorite film of all time. It's Raiders of the Lost Ark perfection like it took me it took me years to figure out like is this really my favorite movie i didn't think anyone could have a favorite movie that is especially if you work in film and then i finally went and watched it here they had a screening of it on 35 mil mm-hmm. oh, and that morning I, I watched it at 10 in the morning yeah after that i went yeah yeah this i is think it. this is my favorite movie <laughs> yeah. of all time this is it this is the one it's the first movie i remember watching as a little kid we had a laser disc of oh, it yeah. I would sing this song. Mm-hmm. After I saw that, I was like, Star Wars, get out of here. <laughs> You're way better in this movie. Nice. <laughs> I, was like, this, I didn't even understand the difference between actors. I thought it was a, like the same person walking around a universe the whole yeah, time. Yeah. But I was looking. <laughs> I think that, that that's, that's a great answer. It's just a beautiful film. Now I can't say Star Wars because I thought you were just like, oh. Well, I was about to say Star right, Wars. Man. I love Star Wars. No. <laughs> yeah. you, just keep, you, can see, you can stay on Sucker Punch, man. We don't mind. <laughs> we'll just keep... He's trying to uh, redeem himself. Uh, we'll just keep it that. If I had to absolutely answer that question, I would have to say A New Hope, episode four, because uh, for nostalgia, I yes. guess. Um, it's technically not my favorite Star Wars movie. That would, that would definitely be... Empire Strikes Back, but I think I really fell in love with film when I saw A New Hope. And I think that's definitely the movie I've seen the most. I think. I think. It's, it's could be close. But yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I saw it when I was really, really young. Fell in love with everyone. And it introduced me into world building and mythology and all that. I guess for, for nostalgia, I'll, 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 I'll answer that one. How about you, Mick? Sucker Punch. Could have been Sucker, sucker Punch is a close second, but uh, <laughs> it's definitely there. It's like I'm gonna leave Sucker Punch out so there's room. Like and like, Look at like this leaving Snyder out Vertigo. Bro. Classy, classy. Let let's leave out Vertigo. Let's leave out the the Snyderverse. I think you know what? I think it it may be Morat. Oh shit. Wow! Nice. Yeah. Or, or like any of the Kevin Smith stuff. Because sure, would not have. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, not not in terms of form or function or anything. But yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. if we're going, yeah, we're if we're going by the watchability. Criteria, like, yeah. Watched it to death and like yeah. wanted to live it. Then that would sure. be more rats. Uh, inter- like because it, it combined all the things that we've just been talking about. Like we could, yeah. you could sneak this podcast into Mallrats, and it would not seem out of place. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm basically living the dream, guys. <laughs> <It's Yeah>. <laughs> like, you, like you just thought about comics, like and swearing all the time, uh, <laughs> and just making like yeah, dick and fart jokes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think that that really clicked during high school, and then because of it, like I I like 
I was at South Mall <laughs> that entire summer when Mall Rats came out, and I made friends with all the malls. So you were like, "Wow, this is my <coughs> life!" Oh my yeah, God, that's amazing. If, like, there's there there is like Storyland in Storyland was just like small little. It was like Glico, so it was like this amusement fun park where they had like pirates and shit. And then mm-hmm. I'm oh I remember yeah, and then that. I made fun with all I, I made friends with the pirates and shit. <laughs> it's like the guys who work there. It's like hey, how's it going, buddy? That's the movie I want to watch. I want to watch Mick as a teenager making friends with pirates in a mall. Yeah, it's, uh, something else. Uh, okay, so so another thing that we kind of have in common is uh, we all kind of worked in or around film or are currently. Um, um, why, why don't we give a introduction to that? Um, I'll, I can start. Well, I've always kind of flirted around the edges of the film industry. I went to film school right after college. Um, I did a few shorts. My first real job, I think, was on film set. Um, I was a production assistant for... Yeah, right out of college, that was definitely my first job. And then I, I was a script continuity supervisor for one of my friend's films, Quarks. Um, and uh, eventually, my last job in film, which was happen- which happened about four or five years ago, was I, wrote, I co-wrote a film for Quark. Um, and it, it didn't really do that well, but I'm so proud of it. Like, I love it so much. Um, you know, it's the first time I it's actually saw my, yeah. my first time I Wait, saw my name film? on screen, you know, on the big screen. Like I've seen it on, on small screens, but, uh, tell us so people can track this down and give it the love it deserves, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's called the candidate, uh, my candidate, sorry, my candidate, my with, candidate, uh, like my candidate, like yeah, my <laughs> candidate. So it, it's, it's about, it's, it's, it's a rom-com. political rom-com, um, about a guy who's running for a public office and uh, and he falls in love with someone who's kind of coaching him to get to uh, where he needs to be. But uh, yeah, so so that's that, that's I think uh, my my last uh, big part in, in around the film industry. Though I did make a short film with Mick over here, and that was a fantastic experience. That was fun. Coincidentally, we adapted Can a comic. Me, I need to see that. Oh yeah, it's on uh, yes, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll give it to you after. Yeah. And it is based on a comic, so yeah, so there you go. Ever since then, I've, I've directed a few music videos, um, so I'm still kind of, I guess, around the, in general, around the production industry. Um, not yeah, really around leave. the film industry, <laughs> but yeah, even though it's, it's not my, 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 my day job, I don't think I'll ever lose that love for, for film. And you guys are, are really, like, you're neck deep in, in, the, in the film industry right now, so I'd love to hear about about how, how you guys what your journey and everything and, and where you are right now so uh yeah who wants to go first i uh, went to film school in america and after that um i decided to stick around got addicted to it i thought filmmaking was the best um and i was working in camera in the camera department for concerts for a really long time um so shot all these concerts in las vegas for almost a decade that was my life for a bit and i realized oh man i really prefer storytelling as much as i love live events and music you know i really thought i was just going to go into the music world and actually it was comic book movies that made me remember i was like fuck i need to i need to go back into narrative filmmaking because as a little kid i didn't understand you know filmmaking was a job until film school um so then i've moved to la directed my first movie and i've just been hooked i'm currently making another movie but you know it's covid so gotta take a little break yeah 
from that. Um, <laughs> Little thing called their own. <laughs> my day job is film adjacent, so that that works. I work at Twitch as a producer. So this is a really terrible answer. It's like the most inconcise thing. No, not at all. This is fascinating. <laughs> but um, yeah, I work. I work as a, I started out as a DP, camera operator DP, and then eventually transitioned to being a writer director. But I still. I still DP projects. I can't, it's just so nice to be able to work for another person, another vision collaboratively and create the image. The one nice thing, I mean, like to circle it back to what we're always talking about is that when you're working as a cinematographer, you're really just focusing on telling a story with an image, which I learned through comics. I actually found all my, every time I'm trying to make a movie, I revisit anything from Alan Moore because all his, all his frames are films every single frame you can make you can picture in your head so yeah v for, v for vendetta was a big one for me to learn how to move a camera just watching how he placed things and that's my love for cinema and that's how i'm in film that's awesome how about you mick uh yeah no uh same um i mean we we gave all our origin stories with comics and and film and i think it, it was that need to like I want to tell stories like these. I think that's where the need came from. Uh, yeah. But the bigger thing for me was like I wanted to to tell uh, animated stories. And then I think the biggest hurdle to that for me was like I couldn't draw. <laughs> so, which you kind of need to be an animator, right? I mean, it's never too late. But like that, I think back then that was sort of the thing stopping me. So I, I did the next best thing, which was like live action, which, which sort of grew uh, in love for in college and Chris and I actually studied under the same mentor who was uh, uh, Marie Lou Diazabaya, uh, you know, rest in peace. What? Yeah. We, wow. We, yeah, Sorry, no, keep we, going. We, I'm so amazed. Yeah, we worked under like uh, me, Quark and Chris, actually. Uh, we were, were different batches of the same, mm-hmm. uh, with the same teacher. And then I think we were the, well, I was one of the last batches she taught yeah. before she set up her own school uh, out of Ateneo. And yeah, like first first job after that was like shooting a uh, like a public access TV show for the priests in Pampanga because that's what direct Marilu like was doing at the time. It's like, hey, do cam op work for me in this this public access show about these three priests in Pampanga, and then I'll produce it and do stuff. Uh, <laughs> and then, wow, I didn't and know then that after. Yeah, and then after that, uh, like Chris, it's like a bunch of music videos uh, because at the time, like uh, that was the way to break in into at least yeah. here in the Philippines. That's that's how you broke in either into ads or the film business. And like we did a shit ton of music videos, and yeah, n- now I'm doing ads. I think that's like like uh, Drea's Twitch job and like Chris's prod uh, adjacent stuff. That's my like that's like my film adjacent thing that pays the rent, but like. Uh, I'm also a writer director, and I, I I shot uh I did a film with Chris, which was great uh called Our Mascot, and I did my first film called Patentero, which is which is incredible. Twenty one, twenty one kids, which you should never do for your first feature <laughs> <laughs> ever again. And what is it not to work with kids or pets? Yeah, and old people, which all three were in my fucking <laughs> movie. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, swing for the fences, right? It was going to be my last, might as well, right? Uh, There was even Pyro. Uh, (laughs) What's this? Uh, Just crammed everything in there. Um, But yeah, and then the latest thing, uh, again, like being in line with the 
with the topic is that we we did the Tressa for Netflix. I was one of the writers on Tressa for Netflix. And uh, you which kept that out. secret for a really long time, dude. Yeah, I, I I'm think I really would. impressed. Yeah, I'm so impressed. <laughs> you didn't even yeah. drop a he hint. Followed that trend, yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. if 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 the payout to like breaking that. That clause is more money than you will ever make in your life. You best believe you're gonna keep that secret. <laughs> that is good incentive. Let me tell you. Okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and yeah, and that's 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 my film, assorted film history. Yeah, that's that's incredible, guys. We wrapped up the second component of of. Uh, of this podcast so i guess now we can kind of uh stop dancing around it and really just kind of talk about what what the podcast is uh is kind of about and uh how it came to be do you want to take a stab at it mick uh yeah sure much like peanut butter and jelly (laughs) 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 the the two important components of any breakfast uh <laughs> hey, you, this is your fault, Chris. You just threw me the ball. Uh, no, um, the reason there are two components, which is uh, comics and adaptations, and I think it's 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 come up in all our discussions, is that um, we love seeing sequential art being adapted into the film medium. We love these sort of adaptations of uh, different stories to different mediums, and there is there's a certain process there that that. Uh, it's interesting to all three of us, and we are fans of like adapted works uh, mostly, and it's always such a rush to see that. So, given those two things, uh, the three of us want to discuss on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. Uh, you know, the original material and the film or long-form adaptation of these awesome stories we grew up reading, and like uh, or. It could be the reverse. Like we, we could have started with the film first and like oh, made shit. us find our yeah, way to absolutely. the source material, uh, which is sometimes the case. Like a history of yeah, violence. Absolutely, that's what got me to read the comic. Was Viggo Mortensen's bare ass in a Turkish bath? <laughs> oh, that's Eastern Promises. That's that Eastern was, Promises. That was the one. Yeah. <laughs> I am, I am mixing revenge films. Uh, <laughs> you were mixing naked Viggo movies. They all just mesh together. You. Yeah. That, that did I or did just, I not make yeah. a supercut of like Vigo and Bear ass? Vigo's ass. We will never yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, you want to add to that, Chris? Before this, this uh, becomes no, I, just make it Vigo <laughs> there. Can we become a love letter to Vigo's ass? Uh, no, um, you, 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 you got it. Uh, that's absolutely what we're trying to, to, to go for is... Uh, um, is is just uh, talking about comic book a- adaptations because we love comics and we love film and uh, it, I think uh, we we kind of saw that there's a space in in because I mean, everyone has a fucking podcast right now but uh, no one has a podcast that specifically talks about comic book adaptations and so that's that's kind of the space where we kind of want to fit in. I love both things but I think. I what I can take away from it is uh, I think I'm sure that I can discover a lot of new stuff from from you guys your guys recommendations um like i said that's why i brought up about the fact about mick uh, introducing me to manga because i've always kind of thought about getting into it but i never actually have and there are, i'm sure there are, there's a bunch of of fantastic adaptations on film that that i i, I have seen already um and i want to see the source read the source material and or vice versa you know 
So yeah, so that's uh, I'm super excited to to have to dis- to discover all this new shit, you know, um, in the next few weeks. Yeah, I'm so excited. Same. I think the the whole idea of this podcast is pretty broad, so we can do a lot of things. We can talk about mainstream comics. We can talk about indie comics. We can again talk about manga. Um, and all of that, um, and uh, I, yeah. so I think the, the the topic. I mean, the whole thing is pretty versatile, and uh, yeah. So I think we can have and a series. lot of fun with it. I mean, we mentioned why. Yeah, a lot. absolutely, absolutely. Um, why the mm-hmm. last man just came came out? Sweet Tooth just came out on Netflix. While, yeah. Exactly. So I mean, like, there's, there's so much we can talk about. My dream uh, eventually is maybe we can have a few high profile guests if if we've got friends in the industry. That would, that would be, be so fantastic, good. you know. Get Archie himself on the podcast. <laughs> Get oh Melody. Goodness. Get the real Archie. <laughs> Get Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's kind of it. Um, I'm super excited to see where, where this goes. And uh, yeah, that, that's kind of it for me. Um, how, how about you guys? Any last words before we kind of wrap up episode zero? Yeah, what does BAMF stand for, Chris? Yeah, what's BAMF BAMF. It doesn't really stand for anything. I think it's it's uh maybe it's something that we can discover along the way. But if it doesn't stand you know? for anything, then it'll fall for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Bamf. Okay, Bamf. What is what is, what is Bamf? Uh, we, well, when we were thinking about naming the podcast, um, <laughs> we just threw out this idea. Like, maybe we can do something stupid, like you know, the sound. I mean, like something cute, like you know, give an acronym to the, to something cute, like the sound that Nightcrawler makes when he teleports. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> what were you about to say? It was like, isn't it just occurred to me? It's the sound Nightcrawler makes. That's yeah. exactly the reason. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, like, so this like whole time you're just like, okay, this is like weird. I had no idea. <laughs> this whole time we just okay, these two guys are really weird. Like, why do they like this? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's Bamf, Bamf. So that's why our, our logo is is Bamf. is the burst of of purple smoke. Yeah, that uh, that happens when uh, night. I'm so slow. <laughs> it's yeah, all right. So uh, at least you found out with our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, episode zero, where we fix all the kinks. Yeah. So uh, so that's it. Any last words, guys, before we wrap up? No, I'm just looking forward to like jamming with y'all. It's it seems fun. Like this is fun, and like I could just keep going. But you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Super looking forward, guys. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah, no, so, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Thanks, guys, for inviting me to this podcast. Oh, God, thank I'm excited to learn about manga yes. and comics that I've never yeah. read. Same, same, same. Absolutely. Cool. So I guess uh, we'll see each other on uh, episode one. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and want to give to our beer fund, share our podcast with your friends and on socials. To catch all the latest from the Banff crew, follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at Banff Social Club. Thanks again and see you next episode.